and welcome to PCB Chat, where we talk with experts across the printed circuit design, manufacturing, and electronic supply chain fields. I'm Mike Buto, president of the Printed Circuit Engineering Association. My guests today are Wally Rines and Merlin Brunken. Regular listeners will know that Wally's been joining us on PCB Chat since we launched the program back in 2018. He spent more than 45 years in semiconductor and PCB design as an executive with Mentor Graphics, and before that, TI. Joining Wally is Merlin Brunken, who is the longtime market intelligence director with Siemens Digital Industries, formerly Mentor. Today, we're discussing the fourth quarter 2021 market numbers from the ESD Alliance. These are for the period ending December 31st, 2021, and were released the week of April 4th, 2022. After a 14.5% increase in revenue in the PCB and MCM design category in the third quarter, I guess we were due for a regression. And sure enough, we had one. We only saw a growth of 13.9% for the fourth quarter. <laughs> Not bad, huh, Wally? Uh, no, they, that's a terrific quarter, and uh, for PCB, that's great. But I have even better news for the full year, 2021, PCB set an all-time record at 15.1%, so slightly greater than the previous all-time record in 2019. Just staggering, just staggering. And the and it was a broad-based uh, you know market improvement uh, again this quarter, correct? It really was, uh, although uh, the quarter had uh, a couple regions that were down and uh, some categories that weren't quite as strong. The once again the annual data had growth in every uh, region of the world. And if we uh, get into the, the categories in PCB, they're, uh, they all looked uh, positive. Fourth quarter, a little bit down in library and data management, uh, all really slight, all, almost flat, and everything else. Good growth in the fourth quarter and good growth for the full year. You know, you mentioned uh, some of the geographical differences. Uh, I know the Americas and Europe both set all-time highs for, for quarterly ECAD revenue. APAC slipped a little bit from its high in the third quarter, but still looked really good. Yeah, it's uh, very hard to find anything bad around the world. Uh, if I want to search on the, uh, the fourth quarter, uh, we were down in Japan in PCB and down a little uh, in Europe, uh, about 9%. But the North America growth was phenomenal, 53% uh, for the quarter. Uh, worldwide, as you said, 13.9%. And then uh, uh, looking at the full year, just uh, everybody in double digits except Japan, and even Japan was positive. And for, for listeners who are interested in, in the semiconductor side, you know, it looks like that segment was very strong, too. Yeah, the the overall EDA had uh, quite a good uh, quarter this time at 14.4% uh, uh, for the uh, uh, the actual number uh, for total EDA is $3.5 billion uh, uh, in the fourth quarter. So that's uh, very close to a $14 billion run rate. And uh, so for with a, a total year uh, over uh, 12 billion. And if we look uh, at the uh, the overall categories in the semiconductor industry, it's uh, also pretty hard to find weakness. The little bit slow on physical design and verification, but everything else very strong. 
This episode of PCB Chat is brought to you by PCB East, the original conference for the electronics design, fabrication, and assembly industry on the East Coast. Coming to Marlboro, Massachusetts, April 11 to 13th, the trade show features a three-day technical conference plus an exhibition on April 12th. Visit pcbeast.com for details. Have you found any leading indicators in the general economy that would suggest future growth or regression for EDA in general and PCB tools specifically? No data. Uh, everyone's a little nervous what's going on in China. Uh, maybe also a little in what's going on in the Ukraine because the Eastern European countries are so critical to the supply chain, particularly for automotive, and people worry uh, what's going to happen to the ability to produce cars without the supply chains operating efficiently. Once again, I would note, as we have in many other calls, that while we have volatility in the actual production of products, uh, we tend to have much less volatility in the design of products. The reason being that design is a long-term activity. You don't stop designing next year's car just because you're having trouble delivering this year's car. And uh, you uh, don't want to uh, uh, get rid of designers who are very hard to hire and who work uh, over a long period of time just because you have a temporary weakness caused by disruptions in the world. Now, the China thing... Uh, uh, maybe more significant over time. Years ago, we had the, the Panda software was sort of an attempt by China to nationalize its uh, printed circuit board design software. That didn't work. Uh, now we have a much more intense effort in China to get a domestic EDA industry. Phenomenal amount of money pouring in. So I think people in the EDA industry are a little bit uncomfortable with what that might do. But meanwhile, the world is very dependent upon EDA, which largely comes from U.S.-based companies, about 95% of total worldwide revenue. And to your point about the, uh, the, you know, the auto market and the way that uh, design works outside of the, uh, the typical demand cycles, I mean, I think we can say the same thing about semiconductors in general. And I think it was uh, Gene Wolfe, maybe, that uh, if you remember that name, he was a TI uh, fellow back in the day, um, uh, he had told me maybe some 30 years ago that uh, the uh, the decisions for when to add capacity were made uh, for semiconductor fabrication were made outside of the normal demand cycles. And I'm not sure that that's changed a whole lot uh, over the past 30 years. Would you agree? I would have to agree, but it's not necessarily a good thing because <laughs> uh, what it meant was uh, when the demand was greatest and the shortages were greatest, the whole industry piled on and uh, uh, made massive investments, thus stimulating the next recession in semiconductors when that capacity came online. Uh, we've had some moderation of that in the sense that the most volatile of the commodity products are now supplied by a relatively small number of suppliers, mostly uh, Samsung and SK Hynix and Micron. And so you only have three companies uh, to get out of whack with investment. And that's exactly what you've seen. The big shortages and the uh, just like big oversupplies have not affected memory as badly 
as they have the shortages in the rest of semiconductors where we have really critical shortages. And I think what you're seeing is uh, unprecedented, massive investments, announcements of over $100 billion from Taiwan Semiconductor and similar numbers from Intel and others. And so uh, the seeds of uh, excess supply <laughs> are being sowed, as they always are, uh, just because of what uh, Gene Wolfe told you about 30 years ago. <laughs> now, employment numbers showed another nearly 6% year-over-year increase in staffing, although the, sequ- the sequential increase was just, I think, one-tenth of 1%. Does Q4 usually see a slowdown, relatively speaking, in, in hiring? That's a level of detail that I'm going to call on my friend Merlin Brunken to see if he has insights on seasonality of people growth. I would not have thought that there was much seasonality normally. Would you, Merlin? I don't think so. I, I don't think it's a normal uh, seasonal change. But, uh, Mike, I, I think the thing that is unique is that uh, the 5.7% increase in staffing is not that unusual we see it almost every quarter, and uh, we sort of joke among ourselves, you know, eventually everyone in the world is going to work for the EDA industry because it doesn't seem to matter whether the revenue is up or down. We increase the actual personnel, and uh, now it's logical we should be increasing it because profitability is exceptionally good. All the major publicly reporting EDA companies are reporting double-digit uh, operating income, and uh, uh, I, I'm sorry, they're reporting operating income of uh, 30, 30, 30, 40 percent, I guess I'd say, and uh, uh, also reporting that uh, double-digit uh, uh, growth year to year. That's uh, been helped along by the large increase in the number of companies that actually do design, uh, and that's across the board. You know, the the uh, Super scalar kinds of companies, the Google, Facebook, Amazon, Alibaba, those uh, have been uh, uh, big contributors to the industry by starting their own IC design. But the same thing is true of all the systems companies who have upped their game in printed circuit board design, particularly automotive with the design of new electronics for uh, electronic uh, vehicles and for autonomous drive and other things. Uh, so uh, uh, that's... Uh, uh, inevitably, that growth rate has to th- slow some as everybody uh, uh, gets their tools in place. But uh, as the industry has highlighted, there are a lot of opportunities for growth, especially in system design. And PCB is a prime beneficiary of that system design growth as we see more and more companies doing their own designs, uh, OEMs, as well as tier ones in the automotive industry but all sorts of other kinds of system design uh, uh, for uh, uh, everything from Ocular at Metaverse to uh, the video games companies and others, all sorts of complex printed circuit board as well as integrated circuit uh, design developments. You know, it is interesting how uh, going back years, the uh, the Densos and the Delcos were spun out of their corporate parents' Um, and now those same corporate parents are rebuilding those internal co- uh, capabilities uh, because, you know, the electrical vehicle space and ADAS creates a whole new opportunity. And, and that's really high level IP for those uh, for those OEMs. Yeah. Now you have to ask, is this temporary or is it permanent? 
I, I think the reason there were efficiencies in spinning those businesses out was because they had economies of scale. And if they were only designing for a single automotive OEM, the scale was not as great as if they could sell to the whole industry. Now we're coming back where we have sufficient differentiation in design that the OEMs are designing many of their own products. You heard announcements. Uh, Ford created a, a special group uh, uh, thrust to do IC design, uh, General Motors, something similar. Uh, and so uh, we'll th- this kind of thing tends to go up and down. Uh, it's strongest in growth when there is an opportunity for differentiation by doing a custom design for something. And I think as you move to a new generation of technology like electronic vehicles or like autonomous drive, uh, there's a competitive sorting period where everyone wants to get out in front of everyone else. And so it makes sense for everyone to do custom designs. Usually over a period of time that stabilizes a few big suppliers to the total industry got, get a larger and larger share. And so the amount of custom design slows down. But this was a little different this time as the shortages scared a lot of automotive companies who had relied upon supply chains that were very uh, dispersed and diverse. And now there is uncertainty about the political security of various countries in the supply chain and a desire to have more things uh, closer to home, larger inventories, and potentially more control over that supply chain uh, through the OEMs themselves. Well, that's that's great color, Wally. Thank you for that. Uh, any last words before we close up? Well, I'm just delighted that we can report such good numbers. My congratulations to all of you in the printed circuit board industry and the EDA industry that supplies them. It appears EDA is providing a lot of value. It's a large and growing business. It's past the billion-dollar point a year ago, and it looks like uh, there's no stopping it. So it's really a great period to be in our industry. Well, thank you, Merlin, and thank you, Wally. I'll talk to you next quarter. And thanks to our sponsor, PCB East, the original conference for the electronics design, fabrication, and assembly industry on the East Coast, coming April 11 to 13 to Marlboro, Massachusetts. Visit PCBEast.com for more information. For PCB Chat, this is Mike Buteau. Have a nice day.